Line WolfRoofing.net. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studios, ask about the Friday KXNO lunch special. This is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Number two on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Thanks to Lee Sterling. Thanks to our buddy Andy from Claxons for coming in here again. Uh, you folks, uh, if you're hosting a Super Bowl party, uh, a Super Bowl bundle available at Claxons, but there's a limited number of them. Uh, you can uh, find the phone number, all the details online, uh, claxonbbq.com. Give them a call, get in line. Uh, if that's something that uh, may move your needle. Well, what moves our needle is betting on sports a lot of times. Yes. Uh, which is certainly going to be the case this weekend. There are so many props out there. I saw Circa Sports, if you follow them on Twitter, uh, Circa Sports is their Twitter handle. They have 11 pages of props that they put out yesterday. How many will you play? I usually play anywhere 12 to 15. Mm-hmm. And those are mostly player props. Now, I'm stupid, and I play the uh, heads, tails, or which team wins you a coin. You really I, I do. do. And I know it's dumb, and I know I'm yeah. I just, it's for fun. A lot of people, is it the, I think it's the most wagered on prop most years. I would guess heads, so. Heads, tails. Right. And tails never fails, so I will <laughs> take tails, as I do seemingly every year, and it's a 50-50 proposition. So I will do that. And then the player props, I've told you before, those cross-sport ones. Now you love them. And I feel like, and these are the days that they're really starting to come out. I saw some last night on DraftKings, so I didn't have time to kind of flip through them. Mm-hmm. That's on the agenda for tonight, though. Probably after the Iowa game, get the kids to bed. Well, I'm speaking of the Iowa game, I'm, I'm guessing the Iowa game will be a lot of cross props with the Super Bowl. On Sunday, yeah, right. absolutely. So that's always a piece of it. And it feels like sometimes those numbers just seem so far off that there's more of a gap inside of them. But then you couple it now. Same game parlays have become uh-huh. a huge part of all these different books out there, of figuring out the ways to put those together. And it doesn't have to be the actual number. Cooper Cup, who's going upwards over 100 yards now, is the over-under that, yeah. in his receiving yards, which is crazy to think about, but he's been that good. But you just put that over-under instead, take over 70. Right, drop it down a little bit. And I like the Rams. Boy, that four number makes you nervous. We'll just take the money line. Mm-hmm. And the same game parlays are a really fun way to get involved in I think pretty much every one of the ones that have them right now, they also have those $10 free wager, $25 free wager on it. You get a a bet back, so I'll be firing at that. This is probably going to be the most heavily, in terms of sheer volume, that I've ever done in the Super Bowl because of that. And I'm also in the Bet Rivers contest, so that also is a piece of it, too. Are you still in front in that, by the way? I am. So, and are you home free? No, 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 because I saw last night Biff, or maybe it was two days ago. Oh, he's got a bunch of them. I saw him. He posted on Twitter. And he fired at one that pays like $1,800 uh-huh. on a $25 bet. So that's all it takes in these contests, okay. too. You hit one of these monsters, you're pretty much home free. So, yeah, I can't consider myself, though I'm the front runner. Need some things well, to go we'd love way. to have you at the champions God. dinner. All of the champions are going to be know. brought you, back together. You get two plates. Smool and I'll have two plates because we both have two trophies, and AD's got a trophy, uh-huh. and Rommelkamp's got a trophy. Love to have you there, Trent, but unless you win, you're just not invited. I'm not going to be invited. That's all right. So we had Lee Sterling on in the first mm-hmm. uh, first uh, last segment. Um, 
I think he alerted me to something that's 100% right. Okay. The Joe Burrow over the total number. Uh, the I mean, rushing yards. The rushing yeah. yards. Joe Burrow, go, go back to the Chiefs game. Mm-hmm. I mean, somehow he got away from Chris Jones twice. Right. <laughs> he had him wrapped up, and then he avoided getting him by the shoestring, uh, but did, and picked up, what, 10 or 11 yards on that scramble alone. Mm-hmm. And Lee's 100% right. In college, if you're sacked, that's held against your number. Right. That's not the case in the NFL. So if you give up a sack, that does not hurt your rushing total. I think you get that one before it goes any higher because I th- I'm surprised that that is that low, quite honestly. He had 25 yards against the Chiefs, had five against Tennessee, only two carries, though, in that game. Negative two against Vegas. I think those are a couple of kneel downs. So maybe it's not the cinch that I was thinking. But then regular season, 10 against Kansas City, 11 against Well, don't Baltimore. forget he's coming off a knee, so he probably wasn't right? running as much as he uh, early in the year. I do like that one, though. That one has me intrigued and, yeah, going to... Again, shop around for the best number. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. With the, We have 18 different books available <laughs> now in the state of Iowa. And if one is 9.5 and, and one's 11.5, well, I just told you some of those numbers. If he finishes at 10, you got the wrong number. That's going to be an L for you. Uh, Find absolutely. That right so I got two guys I like for any time touchdown. Okay, you play that too. Who are they? First, a little bit longer odds. Tyler Boyd. I like him too. They're going to be throwing it around a bunch. Yep. I don't think they're going to be able to run the football. Especially if they're behind. You don't think they'll run the ball. You know, I've heard a lot of mix and buzz, a lot of, all right, take the quarterbacks off. Who do you like for Super Bowl MVP? And Mm -hmm. I've heard a lot of mix in when that question has been posed. I don't think I like that one very much. I just don't see them being able to have a game where mix in, first of all, running backs in general, don't win MVP. We see defensive guys. We see quarterbacks. You don't see running backs often win MVP. So I don't like that one. Because of that, I like Tyler Boyd at plus 225 for any time touchdown. I really like that one. The other one, another wide receiver on the other side, we're talking about Odell. Yep. We're talking about Cooper He's been Cuff. great, Trent, Odell in the playoffs. Van Jefferson at home, though. His numbers in comparison to on the road, it is a stark difference between the two. And this can't be a very big number, I'm thinking. Plus 175. Anytime touchdown, okay. Van Jefferson. He's also scored early. Oh, I, th- I thought, uh, uh, yes, that yes. would be that'd be right. Yep. So plus 175 for Van Jefferson. Those are two that I like in the anytime touchdown mm-hmm. prop. Another one that I like to play around with. Do you get into the first touchdown no. score? I don't, you know, I don't play too many props. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to play the Burrow over. Now, earlier in the, well, it was probably last weekend. I, I don't, I've got three apps. I was either on DraftKings, Circa, or Bet Rivers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw, will there be a successful two point conversion? And for the life of me, I can't track that down again. Oh, really? Because I think there will be. Uh-huh. And it was like plus 210. And you know how mm-hmm. analytics have creeped into this thing. Yeah. And, um, so I think that there's certainly going to be a two-point conversion attempt, and but I can't find it. Oh, really? I, I, like, I like that if I can find it. I also like uh, Higgins and Boyd's yardage totals mm-hmm. because, as I've said, and, and, I, and I get it seems pretty... Uh, there's a pretty good chance that Jalen Ramsey is going to be all over Jamar Chase this entire game. Right. Best on best, regardless of what side of the field that he lines up on. So I think Chase's number is a little bit down because of Ramsey. Conversely, I think Higgins and Boyd might go over their total. So that's what I'm kind of zeroing in on. Another one that I really like, and it's pretty big juice, but it was Cincinnati, fourth down conversions, over a half. They basically have to have one fourth down conversion. Again, Seems I think the Rams likely. are going to win. Now, you got to lay minus 160. So you're laying a price on that one. But 
I would walk away shocked if Cincinnati doesn't have a fourth down conversion. Well, is there? Can you um, bet them to have two? Is that is that Probably, option? Yeah, and I didn't see that if, if that's one that you can shift or well, they if have they're multiple. chasing the game. If right. you're right and you think the Rams are, you know, going to win this convincingly, then you you have to factor that in to how you're playing these things. Cooper Cup longest reception. 27 and a half is the number on that one. Seems he does that every week. That's what I thought, too. <laughs> now, that juice I've seen has moved, and I've also seen the actual yardage total mm-hmm. go up. Some spots is now 29 and a half for the longest uh, reception. Yeah. So they're ticking that up and also playing with the juice. Again, this is what we get into. Find those numbers, shop around, find the price. But I, I really like that one when it was 27 and a half. It was one of the ones that I jumped on early this week. Well, if, if you... Um if you have DraftKings, Bet Rivers, Circa, and you can find that, I know it's out there. I saw it with my own two eyes, and, and I immediately gravitated to that. All right, we're going to get Andrew Downs on here momentarily. What else you got, Trent? Well, uh, one more thing on the Circa Square. So, oh, the Circa Squares, yes. Yes. Yeah, so you mentioned this in our TV show yesterday. You bet the bi- biggest key number, seven. For me, right. Seven, seven, 17, 17. 27, 17, 27, seven. And you bet it. After each quarter, including the final game. Uh-huh. What was the price that you got? Do you remember offhand? Oh, boy. There were some that were 40. Uh, the first one was plus 450. End of the first quarter was plus 450. Okay. So if it's 7-7. Seven, seven. And then as the game goes on, I think I was 35-1 to one on okay. one of them. Uh but you know, everybody knows what the squares were, right? right. Before sports betting was was legal, or before sports betting was as big as it is becoming, you know, you go to a bar and you see that that piece of cardboard up behind the bar, usually by the taps, <laughs> right. and you and, and you sign up, and, and then randomly you get um, your 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 square is selected for you via a random drawing. But Circa does it. You can pick your number, and you can see the price you're going to get. Now, it's not necessarily going to stay. I mean, the sheet that you have in front of you might say 35 to 1 for this. Mm-hmm. Well, it might have gone up or it might have gone down since the sheet was printed. Uh, but whatever you lock it in at. So the squares are such a good way for people who know nothing about football, want the non-football people to have a little skin in the game, uh, circus squares. And they did you hear what Derek Stevens told us yesterday? They patented that. That's a great idea. That is brilliant. 3-3. Three, three. So it's... Three three at the end of the first quarter. What does that pay? Thirteen to one. Thir- Thirteen to one for three three. That's pretty good. After the first quarter, I kind of yeah, like that. one. I do too. Three, what, three. And then what does it go to at the half after three, etc.? Uh, let's see. Let's scroll through because we got to go through all the numbers. Let's yeah. get to three three. Then back the other way. Three three at halftime is twenty to one. Keeps going up. Twenty three three. Thirteen three. Thirteen mm-hmm. thirteen. And this is what you're playing with here. And you can get in all these combinations, and you can go the long shots too. Halftime, Rams are up 23-12. I'll pay a 200 to 1. How about that? Yeah, I mean, in, in the past when you bought those squares, and you'd seemingly every year or every mm. other, you'd get a 2 or you'd get a 5. I got a 9 Right, and a you five. have no chance. 19-9? That's not going to happen. Right. Uh, but so you can pick your own, circusquares.com. All right, it's a heavy barbecue day here. Yes, it, it is. Uh, at KXNO, we had our friend Andy in earlier. Now the boys, uh, Murph and Andy, are on the road today. Andrew Downs is going along with them uh, as this Jethro's promotion continues on. All four of the shows were asked to create a menu item. And that menu item is going to be available 
Uh, and today's Murph and Andy's goes on the menu. Andrew Downs steps into the studio. How are you, AD? I'm doing well, guys. How are you doing guys? Well, doing well. So um, the breakfast sandwich that the Morning Rush put out there, incredibly popular. Yes. Going to be tough to beat. It is. It really is. You know, a good breakfast sandwich is hard to you beat. You can't beat it, right? You really can't. Breakfast is such an important meal. Um, what, uh, Murph and Andy have come up with what? The Murph and Andy shoe. Murph and Andy shoe. Yes. Doesn't sound real good on the surface. (laughs) It doesn't. Uh, Have you heard of a horseshoe sandwich? It's a, uh, so it originated in Springfield, Illinois. By the way, you didn't call your wife in to help them because I've seen some of her cooking on Twitter. That's not fair. She's a ringer. (laughs) It's it's not fair. You're right. I'm, no. Oh. I don't know how you're not 250 pounds. I'm working on it. I'm getting there. Yeah, no, it's incredible. But no, uh, so the, the horseshoe originated in, in Springfield, Illinois. Andy grew up eating these. It's essentially an open-faced sandwich, like a, a piece of bread. There's some some sort of meat, some sort of potato, and then like cheese sauce kind of. So it's, it's like a pile of stuff, basically. Right. It's yep. not really a sandwich so much. So uh, we asked Jethro's if they could do something like this. So they, they have a piece of Texas toast, some of their brisket, yep. some of their french fries, and then a cheese sauce poured on top of it. So uh, it's it was dubbed the horseshoe. We're calling it the Murph and Andy shoe. Uh, and that's available not only today, but going forward. For how long? Do you know, Jim? Yeah, I don't know for sure how long these are going to be available, yeah. um, but I'm sure if you ask, they can they can sure. find a way to, to make it at any of the Jethro's. Uh, and then the Fanatics will have theirs, and then uh, Trent and I will have ours, and yep. we're pretty proud of what we've got coming up here. Don't want to spoil it. Take away any of your thunder today, because it is Murph and Andy Shoe Day. So you guys will be at the new, uh, the new Jethro's, which apparently is in the old Orlando's Pizza on Park. That's exactly right. Yep, there are Park Avenue right by uh, Waterworks Park. Um, yep. But, you know, the, there's baseball fields and soccer fields and things there. A lot of people have spent a lot of time there. But, yeah, or- Orlando's is probably the best way to, to remember it. It's Jethro's Southside now. Okay. They kind of revamped that entire building uh, a couple of years ago, and, and it's, it is their newest location, uh, 4337 Park Avenue. And, yeah, we'll be there 1 to 3 today. Uh, Keith and Andy will do the show. A little late lunch for maybe some of the audience. Yeah, late lunch, early happy hour, yeah. whatever, whatever you're looking for. Right. Uh, but, yeah, it should be a really good time. I'm excited to see and, and try this uh, this menu item and uh, you know continue this cool partnership we have with Jethro. No, it really is, and I love the con- and I love the fact that all the shows are involved. A little competition amongst yeah. us, little pride factor out there. Um, and it's you don't. I mean, we'd love you to go to the to the new Southside Jethro's, but you can get this every yes. all the Jethro's. Yep, yep. Go to any of the Jethro's. Ask for this uh, yep. again. If you know, if, even if it's not on the menu, it's not going to be on the menu. So you're just going to have to ask for it. Uh, but yeah, any of them. Check it out, and uh, yeah, even this weekend. I mean, I'm sure they can they can whip mm-hmm. it up for you. I think it I think it stays on there for a while. I think you're right. Yeah, I think I think that's the case. Jethro Southside, Murphinati today from one to three. The crew will be there. Ad's going to be there. Who would you? Who's uh, coming in early? Produce Tyler. Uh, Emery. Emery's, Emery's going to yeah, stick around. He's, he's nice. coming over to, to from WHO to, to help us out. So good. So who are you like in the Super Bowl? <sighs> the Bengals. It's hard not to go yeah. with with Joe Burrow and, and everything uh, they have I right hope now. You're right, man. You know it's. Uh, I worry about his, protecting him, mm-hmm. that defensive line for the Rams. I just I I have trouble believing in Matthew Stafford, yeah. and that's kind of what it comes down to me is is these two quarterbacks. Everything I I reluctantly am liking Joe Burrow. I didn't like him at LSU. I didn't want to like oh, him. I did. Now it's now it's really hard not to like him. All of a sudden, and, and you've got family in Louisiana. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. You don't like LSU. Yeah, right. Uh, um, uh, but, and, and again, Matthew. I just saw Matthew Stafford mm-hmm. with the Lions for too long to believe that he's mm-hmm. going to carry a team to a championship. Are Lions fans rooting for? 
I for think the Rams? So. You yeah. think they are, this might be as close as they get? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, living that's, vicariously that's through the Rams. That's right? true. And well, you know, they they have to still have a you know they yeah, they like him. He didn't sure. screw them no, over he or anything like that. They did him a solid. They did. By, by getting him out of there. Good stuff. One to three today. Thank you. Uh, the Murph and Andy shoe. Best of luck to you guys. You're gonna need it because we've got a galloping <laughs> winner coming up when we get our opportunity. At least we've pretty confident in. Ad, thanks, bud. Thank Good you. To see you. Yeah. Uh, we'll take our time out. When we come back, we'll head to Lincoln. Yes. We've still got Maryland and Iowa tonight, but the Huskers come in. We'll catch up with our buddy Sipple. Fred Hoiberg, boy, his squad got a much-needed win. They got off the schneid last night. We'll uh, got a couple of topics for our buddy Sipple. Uh, he'll join us next. Miller and Condon. And don't forget, Trent's to give away $1,000 Let's right do it now. right now, Trent. Absolutely. KXNO.com. It is indeed time for that $1,000 slam dunk. KXNO.com. Once you get there, uh, enter the keyword fun. Fun. How many more weeks for this, AD? Do you know? Next week is the last week. Next week is the last yep. week. And there's been 10 winners in the building. None That's of them right. here. No, we need one. Brutal. We need one. Uh, we certainly do. All right, you've got uh, a week and another day and a half to do that. KXNO.com. Keyword fun. Miller and Condon are on. Des Moines Sports Station, 106. Do you remember when America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, won their first Super Bowl with Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith, and company? It's been a while, but the answer is 1993. Do you know when Wolf Roofing started roofing houses? That's right, 1993. Wolf Roofing has been around for a long time. For your next roofing project, put the experience of Wolf Roofing on your side. Find them on the web at wolfroofing.net or give them a call at 515-225-8866. Or on But you can rent it. Circus Sports is excited to be offering a unique way to bet on the big game through our Circus Squares. We have all played in some version of big game squares before. You pay $25, $50, $100, or even $500 per square and hope to draw good numbers. With Circus Sports Squares, you get to pick your own numbers and decide on your own price. Download the Circus Sports app at the App Store or Google Plus in Iowa and bet the big game from wherever you are watching. Market homeowners have two questions. What's the best time to rent out my home? And what's the best way to do it? The best time is when you're moving, relocating, combining households, inheriting a house, or you just don't want to pay a mortgage anymore. The best way to rent? Hire Renters Warehouse. Whether you have one home or a property portfolio, Renters Warehouse does the work so you don't have to. They perfectly price your property so you don't have to. They find great tenants in just 17 days on average so you don't have to. And for a small flat monthly fee, their professional landlords manage your property 24-7 so you don't have to. Collect the rent? You don't have to. Maintenance, inspections, and tax paperwork? You don't have to. There's no upfront fees, no binding contracts, and you can cancel at any time. Find out what your home will rent for by calling 515-528-4429 or go to renterswarehouse.com. That's renterswarehouse.com. Renters Warehouse, Des Moines. You can't buy happy. Miller.com for details. Now back to Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Here's Ken and Trent. Condon, welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. It's 11.30 on a Thursday. Uh, still to come, Trent's plays of the day, Circus Sports sponsors, the Hawks, a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Did you not say Trent Condon, three-and-a-half Iowa over Maryland tonight's six, six o'clock tip? That's what the and number is. is. Open at four-and-a-half yesterday, so some early Terp money. I'm grabbing the points. Are you? I'm playing this one. 
Uh, they, they played. When did they play? They played. Boy, early January. It was January second, right? I think. It was early like January, and Iowa ran away from them in the second half. Maryland cut it, made it tight, and then Iowa ran away. But Toussaint had nine points, nine assists in that game. Mm-hmm. How many minutes is he going to play tonight? Yeah, Keegan to maybe watch. had his best game of the year. Had thirty six, thirty five, or thirty six. Yeah. Is that going to happen again? We shall see. Let's get our buddy Stephen M. Sipple. Sip, uh, Trent, and Ken, thanks, to, uh, thanks for coming on. Of course, uh, Nebraska will be in Iowa City on uh, Sunday afternoon. Game has been moved up to 1 o'clock. Uh, Sip, uh, the fan base finally got a payoff, right? So did the team, but the fans that showed up night after night at Pinnacle to see the home team win, they finally saw them leave the floor a victor for the first time in Big Ten play. Long time coming. Uh, how did that go over, Sip? I mean, are people... I mean, it's only one win. I can't, I can't think that the Hoiberg haters are, are letting that go. No. No, I mean, it's not... I wouldn't describe the reaction as euphoric. Right. Um, it's, you know, it's a win, but they needed it. Yeah. And obviously, <laughs> it's weird. These, what, what happens, well, I have found this in Nebraska with sustained losing, you know, comes a lot of awkward conversations, <laughs> um, <laughs> a lot of sort of uncomfortable conversations. And the coaches are amazingly vulnerable. Like, you know, you can you can say almost whatever you want about them, and there's little recourse, <laughs> right? And they can't and they can't say much. But I'm not going to diminish that win because you know, going in, I felt like Minnesota. They're a, Minnesota's pretty tough-minded team, and they're they're they, they get very strong guard play. And you know, I know Nebraska. I know those coaches at Nebraska were concerned, and and I. I mean, I thought Nebraska would win. I picked Nebraska to win, but not resoundingly. So I'm not going to diminish it. I, I thought going in, it's going to be tough. So coming out, I can't say, oh, well, Minnesota's, you know, lost nine of 10. Uh, Minnesota's placed seven guys and they're just tired at this point. No, you beat a, you beat a big 10 team. So it's good. And now what does, does it, how much does it affect the Fred Hoiberg discussion, mm-hmm. which is, Unpleasant, and, and but here's the thing: that Iowa fans got to understand about the Fred Hoiberg discussion. If you don't know, Fred has a eighteen point five million dollar buyout. Wow. It's an eighteen point five wow. million dollar buyout. Okay, now that's obviously a big topic of discussion around mm-hmm. here. What do you do? Yeah, you can't. Um, can't. Now, I, well, I don't know that you can. Okay, I don't. I don't know that I don't know that Trev Al, I don't I mean I I'd, I'd be interested in listen you know how these things get it gets a little complicated from there first of all can Trev Alberts the AD go to his superiors and justify mm. spending 18.5 million dollars to buy out Fred Hoiberg when you're still raising money over here for a, a mammoth athletic 165 million dollar 165 million dollar athletic training complex right by memorial stadium and you know you're building an outdoor outdoor track facility that still needs funding so you're asking your donors for still for funding for an athletic facility and a track facility and god only, god only knows what else and now what are you going to tell them well you know we, we need 18.5 million <laughs> um now the other part of that is you that those things can be negotiated down and sometimes just 
mitigated for reasons that happen inside a program. I don't know. I don't know if any of that is in play here right now or not. But, yeah, it's created a pretty awkward discussion here. Without a whole lot of success, they've filled that building. And I think Mm -hmm. that's the other part. We've seen a lot more seats open here as of late, people staying away, and maybe that makes it a little bit easier to pull the plug. I just did the numbers. 21-62 and in his three years, and 6-46 and in conference play. It's unthinkable. By year three, I think everybody anticipated Hoiberg would have this turned around at the very least and maybe be a bubble team, something like that. How has it continued to go wrong in the third year? Well, in the third year, there's, there were two major elements that were overlooked by a lot of a lot of the media, I guess, a lot of prognosticators going in. They, they had an issue at point guard that was unresolved in the offseason and never really got resolved. They're, they play Alonzo Verge, who's, who was dynamic last night. He was excellent last night. He had 22 points, 20 in the second half. Alonzo Verge is not really a point guard. He doesn't, he doesn't have that kind of mentality, but that's, you know, they tried to, they, they've tried to make that work. Hasn't worked all that well. And then they don't, you know, Fred, I, I, I think Fred with his system thought, I don't think he put enough emphasis on bigs, on inside the paint players. Um, in a league where that's, it's a pretty much a staple of the Big Ten. I mean, you just go up and down the, the, the list of good teams and, you know, Hunter Dickinson, Kofi Coburn, the guys, you know, Wisconsin's a big team. Mm-hmm. Um, Trace Jackson, Davis, you know, your guys at Iowa. Purdue, it's, Edie. Oh, yeah, Zach Edie. Zach, Zach Edie. I mean, it's – so Fred is playing with a – you know, he plays with a 6'8 post. They bring another guy off the bench who's okay but raw. Um, and this doesn't have enough in there. And I, and I knew that was going to, I knew, I mean, I don't want to say I told you so I'm not, I, but I was someone in the, in this market that was saying, you know, a lot of people were like, okay, here we go. Now Fred's got a team. And I was like, yeah, he's got a team. He doesn't have a point guard and not very, you know, he doesn't have the big, so let's see how this goes. And, but I will say this, it's gone worse than I thought. And, and come on, six and it, you know, if you count the big 10 tournament, Fred's, Six and forty-eight. Jeez. Again, again, I don't know what to say. I mean, <sighs> it's yeah, it, it's. I don't know. It seems like some people have kind of they kind of gloss over it. I will never gloss over that. That's it. Nobody expected that. No. I don't care what the situation is. So yeah, it's, it's it's been a rough, very rough ride, and I don't know how this is going to go now. I don't. I don't have a great feel if, if Fred will make it to next season or not. Um, my guess right now is yes. But it's a guess, and it's based mostly on that $18.5 million buyout. Mm. Trev Alberts, uh, a, a, diff, a tough spot for him to walk into, no doubt about Real it. Tough. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. with both football and questions there with uh, with Frost. And fan base certainly isn't seemingly uh, as all in on him as they clearly were when, uh, when, when he first took the job. Well, let's switch to football, Sip. Uh, a couple of quarterbacks, uh, Casey Thompson, who we saw at Texas, I, I don't – I don't think I saw Purdy play in his stop. Um, well, he was at Louisville briefly, and then on down to Florida State. Apparently, Sip, 
Uh, he was better than his brother, who set every record in the history of Iowa State in Brock Purdy. Now, again, Brock was um, he had some uh, health issues in his uh, in his high school career. So I'm not saying Chubb is um, you know going to be better at the collegiate level than Brock was, but Brock turned out pretty darn well. This could be a heck of a this could be something to watch this quarterback battle uh, th- through spring and then into fall camp. Yeah. Now here the the narrative is that. Casey Thompson, that former Texas quarterback, the transfer from Texas, has a pretty clear edge, pretty clear NIL edge, um, pretty, mm. pretty clear, uh, pretty clear edge. Anyway, um, yeah, the way it's—I don't know. I guess in the within the program, the way it's kind of set up is that Casey's going to be the guy. Okay, Casey Thompson, Purdy is young. I mean, Purdy has. Oh, I guess he has four years of eligibility left. And he would be the guy, you know, kind of waiting in the wings. Um, I don't, I mean, I don't hate guys. I don't think there's going to be a quarterback battle. I, and if there is, I think we got to put Logan Smothers in there, too, mm-hmm. who, you, yep. who you both saw against Nebraska. Logan is not a transfer, he's a holdover. Um, he's, he, he, albeit a young one, he's a sophomore. But I don't, it's not. In my mind, the narrative is not, okay, here we go, spring quarterback battle. Scott Frost has sort of sold it that way because he has to. He can't hand the job to Casey Thompson. But Casey Thompson's 23 years old. Um, Chubba Purdy has very limited. He, I think he has one start. He had one start. His, his, he, he really doesn't have much experience at all. I think he threw 59 total passes mm. at Florida State. Um so he doesn't have anything anything near the experience that Casey Thompson has. Casey Thompson played backup for two years behind Sam Ellinger, played for two head coaches, Tom Herman and Steve Sarkeesian. Casey Thompson, again, 23. He, he's older than a lot of NFL rookies. Um, and, you know, we know what the deal is. He's got to, you know, it's his job to lose. Uh, so we'll see what that looks like. Starting February 28th, spring ball begins. That's when it starts? Yeah, early. As early as I can ever remember it here. Getting started early and getting ready, of course, for an August trip over to Dublin. So it was taken away because of the pandemic. What was the justification? What's the reasoning behind this? Because I I don't know. I guess I don't think of a whole lot of connections between Nebraska football and Ireland. (laughs) (laughs) It's a really interesting conversation. It is. This was a very much a Bill Moose production, okay. um, the former AD. Yep. <laughs> it doesn't set up with what's going on particularly well at all. <laughs> <laughs> For the uninitiated, Nebraska has almost a, a recon, totally reconfigured offensive staff, one, one holdover, so a new offensive coordinator. So they're putting in a new office. <laughs> they have a new quarterback. And I'm going to tell you something. They're – the skill positions are going to look a lot different at Nebraska next year. They're they're bringing they brought in a lot of guys that are going to be factors from the transfer portal. So you're revamping the offense, um, and then you got to start on week zero. And by the way, you're going to Dublin to do it, and you're coming back the next week to play. It just doesn't. It's not. It, you know, there's a lot of stress involved right now at Nebraska with changing the offense with a new offensive coordinator, Scott maybe taking a more CEO role. All those changes create a lot of stress. 
And then you have this Dublin trip too. So it's sort of, I get a, I kind of get a kick out of it. I would not get a kick out of it if I was directly involved. No, I, I guess not. But you will be in some respects because you'll be getting on an airplane going over. Uh, sip, I'm going. Yeah. No, I don't blame you. And, and I was envious of Sean Callahan, who uh, writes, uh, he, he's the proprietor, the publisher at the rival site over there. They actually, um, a, a chamber of commerce had him over to chronicle what the fan base can expect once they get there. I thought that was a really good idea for them to do that. And I was envious that Callahan was able to do so. So last thing for you, news came yesterday that uh, Rutgers drew the short straw uh, they're going to be hosting a Friday night game, and uh, the Huskers will be on the other side of the field. Friday night, Huskers and Rutgers, early October. That's a dangerous little stretch for Nebraska. They get Indiana at home, and then they go to Rutgers. That's the first road game for Nebraska, October, October Jeez. 7th. That's a, yeah, it's, it's, that, that's an interesting part of the schedule, or interesting aspect of the schedule. That, that their first road game is October seventh this year, um, and then fo- what, what follows that is a trip to West Lafayette. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I always look forward to these trips to Rutgers and then turn around and go to Purdue. It's very glamorous. The, it, it, so yeah, it's tough though. It's that's not an easy game for Nebraska. I don't know that it makes the game any more difficult than it would have been anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but those are that's sort of a tough little. Tough little stretch for Nebraska. Anything right now, I I always I kind of fall back into that pattern, like I'm covering the team in the '90s. Pretty much every game right now is tough for Nebraska. That's true. Well, I, I love to play scenarios with you, Sip, and we don't know the actual answer of it, but I'd like to go down this path. The schedule sets up to get on a run here, and let's say they do. They get off to a really nice start. They go seven and one to mm. open things up. They're playing well. And then they get in the back half of things, let's say seven and two, but they lose their last four. They lose to Minnesota, Michigan, Wisconsin, Iowa. They're bowl eligible, but, but do you they're think seven and five. Then yeah, the tables turn though very quickly. Four consecutive losses against teams I think on paper right now are all better than the Cornhuskers at this point. Would Scott Frost be done at that point, even with the winning record of losing streak like that at the end? Would would the wheels completely fall off in your mind? Um, I, my guess is no at that point really? because of they've put a lot in place here that I think people are encouraged by, um, not only the coaching hires, which are, which I think the fan base feel real good about Mark Whipple, the offensive coordinator, Donovan Rayola, the, the O-line coach, Mickey Joseph, uh, the receivers coach, dynamic recruiter. And then Bill Bush is coaching special teams and he's a dynamic recruiter, um, back both Mick, both Mickey and Bill Bush have backgrounds in Nebraska. And then they just hired a, this, a, a guy named Vince Ginta to, to head up the recruiting operation. And he was, he was here during the Callahan era when they recruited at a super high level. He came from Baylor. Um, it's a big hire here. I, I hasn't made a lot of waves here, um, but, I, but I, I would say it's a, it's a gigantic hire for Scott. So I think a lot of people will look at the apparatus and feel better about it and maybe say, hey, I mean, he put a lot in place here, and if they are able to get seven, I think that would generate a lot of momentum and energy and positive energy that would sure, surely would be <laughs> impacting if they struggle down the stretch. But there might be enough momentum built that it would sustain itself through that. I think a lot of people here still wanted to work for Scott, and they're – sort of aversive to just 
blowing the whole thing up. So I, it's, I'll tell you what, it's sticky. I don't like to do that scenario thing. I mean, it's, it's just so hard to predict what's going to happen. Well, Sip, um, this might be the year for the first time in a long time that Husker Media is forced to leave the families over Christmas and, and go cover a bowl game. Uh, certainly overdue for that. Hey, Sip, listen, uh, we said this one circled. Uh, when we knew Nebraska was coming to town, it was our opportunity to get back with our friend from Lincoln, Stephen M. Sipple from the Lincoln Journal Star. Great to catch up with you, pal. Who do you like Sunday? Who are, who do you like in the game? I mean, with Cincinnati or the Rams? No, 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 Super Bowl. Oh, the Rams. <laughs> uh, I'm not a great NFL expert, but I have watched the playoffs very closely. Well, there's a Nebraska that tie, Rams a pretty defense, big one. The Rams' defense is scary. Um that pass rush is scary against a bad Bengals offensive lineup. You know, the Bengals gave up nine sacks against Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see the same same sort of pressure happening against Cincinnati. You know, to Cincinnati. I, I, it's hard for me to pick Cincinnati against that defense. I'll pick the Rams. Uh, I'd go 27-21. to 21. Good stuff. Did you know when you were covering Zach Taylor, but, oh, here's a guy who's going to be a coach one day. Did you see any oh, of the- not really. Yeah. No, I mean, not because I didn't know what he wanted to do. I mean, he does have he does have a lot of the the qual. I just didn't know what he wanted to do. That that would be the only reason. Um, he's yeah. He, I mean, I, I hadn't really thought of that, but I know Zach really well, and maybe that's why I'm stumbling around this a little bit. Ah, uh, he's he's a he. I'll tell you what he is. He's very interesting to me because he comes off as a super nice guy and he is mm-hmm. a super nice guy he's a genuinely nice guy but man he has that killer side <laughs> he's really hot he's he, he runs really his fire runs super hot but he doesn't show it um so he's sort of hard to read but man he's 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 incredibly intelligent too Good to catch up with you, my friend. Thank you, Stephen M. We'll talk to you in the weeks ahead. Right, God bless you, boy. Yep, see you, buddy. Right, Stephen M. Simple, Lincoln Journal Star. Timeout. Trent's play of the day. Circus Sports sponsors. It's next. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 K. The moment we've been waiting for since September is finally here. In honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 or more. Get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Not a new customer? Bet on Super Bowl 56 props instead. DraftKings Sportsbook offers a wide range of props throughout the game. Take your shot at winning cash by predicting props like a non-quarterback throwing a pass, fourth down conversions, total yardage, and so much more. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use the promo code KXNO, and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 or more. Get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code KXNO at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. Must be 21 or older. I want only new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Trent's Pick of the Day is brought to you by Circus Sports. Download the Circus Sports app today to play with Trent or against him. All right, let's get right to it. Welcome back. Final minute or show of the program. Trent, 9-3 and three so far this week. What have you got? All right, let's uh, start with what I said earlier. I'm grabbing the points with Maryland. You can get four right now. I got four and a half yesterday. There are three and a halfs out there if you're going the other way. So you think the Hawks go down? 
tonight? I do. Okay. Going to grab the points, but I don't think they're going to win this game. Going to jump on that right away. Three 8 o'clock games tonight, including some people believe the number one team in the country, Gonzaga. Uh, I'm one of them. They're laying 32 points <laughs> against Pacific. Pacific has been one of the unluckiest teams in college basketball this year. Give me the Tigers! Plus the 32. Purdue? Yes. You love them. I do. Michigan? Disappointment. Mm-hmm. Grab the points. Really? Wolverines get them? They get them? How, well, how many? I'm getting three and a half. So, you th- so you, I see, I, th- I looked at Purdue's schedule. I think they can run the table. No, they're not. I no. think they can go through it. With that crappy defense? I'm telling you. If Ivy plays like he did the other night. Finally, Stanford. Grab the Cardinal in the eight and a half. We got four doggies barking There you tonight. go. Four dogs. He's nine and three, folks. Murph and Andy are at Jethro's on the south side. The Fanatics will be here at three. We will take a look at our four regional teams tomorrow in our Super Bowl Friday show. Miller and Condon. 10 to noon, 106.3 KXNO.